0: Hey, welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you
1: win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, we're talking about stock slices. Remember, we've got some show notes and a complimentary download waiting for you at GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 32. GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 32. Charles in Mandeville. You're on Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Charles? Hi. Hey. Um,
2: I got I got a I got a question about what's your take on stock slices?
0: Okay, so where Hello? you get, where are you getting this from, Charles? Stock slices.
2: Okay, uh, I I deal with a company, and they just came out with a program where you can get some skin in the game if you can buy very high-priced stocks just a teeny bit at a time if you want to get some, you know, put in the door. Like Berkshire Hathaway, you know, nobody can come up with that much money. But, you know, if you, if you start out with these slices, they'll sell you anywhere from $5 on up of that stock, and you, you have a, some skin in the game. So for high price stocks or low price ones, you can, like for children or people who have no other way to get into the market, you know, if you're young enough, it could build up into a tremendous uh, learning experience and um, wealth.
0: Okay. You actually did a pretty good job of describing it. Instead of buying whole shares, it gives you a chance to... For example, to buy a fractional share and you can, yeah. you're getting a partial share for as little as five dollars. An example of that would be, I didn't look at what Amazon closed at yesterday, but you know, just saying you know something a couple thousand dollars a share. And we had before stock splits, Apple and uh, Tesla were pretty good prices. As well, yet they're smaller. But for some investors, those shares at at the point that they are of a hundred and something dollars a share is expensive. So if they're saving on a monthly basis or have smaller accounts, they're not getting much. And then they could easily become overweighted from that standpoint. But you can see, like with the tech sell off over the past few days, you can go buy one of those expensive stocks, and then the next thing you're down 10. 15% 15% in that. So what you're trying to be is a stock picker, which historically does not go well for most people. You don't have diversification. And and mainly, it, it's what are you selecting? And, and are you buying in at the right price? You know what's a lot easier to do and get a piece of everything? Indexes. Like buy the S&P 500. Buy the NASDAQ buy the dow and you don't have to worry well i don't have i can't afford that two thousand dollars a share you can afford to buy into that index and do it super efficiently from price and fee standpoint by using exchange traded funds that's what i like i think it's a better way to invest and I think that would be helpful for you, regardless of your age, whether you're 65, 35, or 13.
2: Well, the main idea was that grandparents, parents, they give the kids, uh, uh, you know, a few dollars for a birthday, Christmas, $100. And the kids, they, they if they get a piece of the action, they're more interested and in, in liable to learn about it the market power it oh, to- and- totally
0: agree totally agree the uh the, a wait, book wait, I, wait. I recommend everybody listening for their kids go buy the latte factor and you know what my kids have they have the s&p 500 index in an etf mm-hmm. inside of get this a roth account and you know what they love seeing that going up, and they're like, how do we get more money in it? And then one of them says, well, well, can I buy something with it yet? No, that's
1: for your future. That's a big help. Thanks for the call, Charles. Great call, Charles. Now, I have some questions for you, Gregory, because okay. it, it sounds like the same machinations, the same process as an ETF, except instead of the ETF gathering all of these funds under it, and you just buying in a share of that whole entity, it's really just an ETF for one stock. They own some Berkshire Hathaway, and if you want to get in on their position, you can buy a piece of their little entity that is holding that stock. But instead of having diversity, it's just the ETF for a single stock. Is that, functionally speaking, kind of close? Yes. But he's not wrong that it's easier to get in and especially get people started with little chunks at a time. But ETFs, easy answer. Yeah, ETFs,
0: indexes, historically skews a higher return than stock selection you have to get stock selection right whether you're buying the whole share or partial share and you're not getting much diversification and if you got it wrong yeah that's not going to do the account well and some of these are more may impact you more on the downside than going up on the upside and diversification spreads that out, gives you more opportunity. And that's what you know. I talked about on last Saturday's show is you have about 29% of the stocks in the S&P 500 are still down more than 20%, yet the S&P 500 has been setting records for a while now, Yeah, it went down and came back up. Well, what if you had some of those stocks that are down 20% or more? you would be down from a stock selection standpoint but from an index standpoint you came back and now you're at, at you have some nice gains for the year as well so once again i go back to index use exchange-traded funds. Super efficient, super low cost, and you're getting a piece of all these companies. Okay, so why an ETF and not a
1: mutual fund? Because
0: Lower like a expenses. Company, yeah. Lower expenses is the main reason. ETF, you can trade at the market. Exchange-traded fund, you can trade at the market. A mutual fund, if you want in on that mutual fund, you're getting in at the end of the market day. If you're wanting out of it, you're getting out at the end of the of the market day i like to be able to trade at the market of 10 in the morning i need to sell some of it i can do so when you time. look at all these firms what they're trying to do is package for the retail side to get other investors other situations somebody came up hey let's give them f- fractional oh and somebody else from marketing says well let's call it slices and market that way that they don't have to buy the whole share they can get in a piece of it and let's package that market it and we get those investors too and they get a fee off you being in that program they're making money some way there so remember we have more indexes than we have I've seen stocks seen this crazy sometimes and I, so understand this is expensive mind. trading But I've seen small accounts with lots of positions. Oh, yeah, we've got you spread across everything. They'll like have a gazillion small stocks, individual stocks. And if you're trading and having fees on top of that, my gosh, that gets expensive. Why didn't you just use an index fund or index ETF even better? Much lower costs. But what I'm getting at, if you're stock picking, you probably got it wrong. You don't have enough diversification. You don't have the momentum stocks. And if you got it wrong, it's really hurting you. Like, for example, you had to focus on energy stocks. Well, they sure haven't come back up. What if it was retail? Well,
1: they sure haven't come back up. I like what you were saying about if you were trying to recreate your own little index fund by buying just a little bit of all the oh, stocks. Oh, I've seen people do that. They have a gazillion so you gotta pay a tiny little fee on all those positions. Yeah, really? Depending, depending on, on who
0: you're doing with, for the most part, trading goes away, but it's still it's it's an expensive, it's a lot to look at. You know, if, if what you want to think is, yeah, you're a guru and you can you can pick the ones, or you've got a system, or you're, you're using special. somebody's system that you you can get this thing right, and you'll even have the momentum stocks and you're going to have those expensive ones like Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft. Yeah, you've got that in your mix too, but you'll need those momentums which is probably what's carrying the index. But my point is, you could have a portfolio that's looking ugly because of your overweighting and have and not having enough diversification or even having enough winners in there to counteract those losers. But you can see where you have a third that are down at least 20 percent, yet the index is up why they have some good stocks they have diversification what we found through history looking at the past 90 years most fund managers don't outperform or perform as well as the indexes using indexing historicals teach us skew a higher return and yes, there's bad stocks in the S&P 500 as it looks right now, and yet the index is up. I like to use indexed ETFs because those are much lower expense ratios. We we try our best in managing our portfolios to avoid trading costs, and we know we're not going to beat them. I've been doing this for 30 years. I've studied all trading strategies, you're not going to outsmart the indexes. You may get lucky and you may get unlucky. So part of our invest 50-50 money management philosophy is to use stock ETFs, meaning we like the indices. We're not going to beat them. So let's join them. You know what? You know, somebody will say, well, what's your track record well what's track record of the uh s&p 500 because that's what we're using the dow the nasdaq and some of the sub indices there and then what are you doing on? well what are you doing on bonds well let's see what's the bond average we like those on the etfs because i don't like to you know i i'm not in the buying houses and selling houses business you know what the pain it is to sell a house well that's kind of like selling a bond you got to list it and wait for bids i'd rather do it inside of an etf that has low expense ratio and let the institutional guys help with that selection i just know what the aggregate what the average does for me over time and what that does is skew me a higher return and oh by the way I like some of those indexes to give me the upside, but no downside. I like par rate. I like the participation of that. This is good stuff here. When you start looking at these numbers and understanding what's going on, and you should be blended. That's why we do invest 50/50 as our strategy. Are you investor? day trader or gambler? What are you doing? Oh, I'm a mix. Are you willing to risk the money? You know, as a gambler, you play in some game in the casino. You put money out there. You put it out there knowing that you may never get it back. You know, whatever that bet. Say it's a blackjack table. You put it out there. Are you getting it back? You're hoping to get it back, but it may just get pulled away from you. Some people will call about penny stocks and other type of trading strategies and you're picking up a lot of risk like yeah I, I was uh reading something the other day on um bankrupt companies and and some of these are yeah here's some strategies to do that extremely <laughs> risky options are, w- are one of those things where you place and the money could not be there or you could owe be careful because right. you could owe more money than what you placed on the option trade as well. So much scary stuff when it doesn't have to be that complicated. At the core, I always tell people, I'm not here to make you rich. I'm here to make sure you don't run out of money, that you don't run out of income. That's how I look at my job. Over time, saving, making good decisions can make you rich. But what you have is what is your core thing? Your core thing should be making money, and your core thing, you should set aside money to work elsewhere. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to put it to risk. You could put it to safety. You know, one of those asset classes about index-linked investing. We use the insurance company to pick up the risk, but your core thing makes you money. Are you telling me your core thing is the market? Day trading or gambling in the market. It shouldn't be. You should have a core thing that makes you money and you peel some off for the future when you're done with your core.
1: Thanks for hanging out and learning a little bit about stock slices. Remember, we've got a complimentary download and some show notes waiting for you on this topic. GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 32. This is episode 32, so it's GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 32. But I do
0: have a day job that goes with that. I'm a financial advisor. Money Manager, IRA, Sherpa, in a sense, help people with all these types of questions regarding the required minimum distributions, how to handle rollovers, how to set it up, how to grow it. Where are you on your financial path? Do you know where you're headed? How is it going to look when you get there? What is your risk number? My office number is 504-832-9200 or go to GregoryRicks.com. Thanks for hanging out today. We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Delanchard Law LLC, J Heath and & Company and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only it is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Raw conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. I Examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Rickson Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the US government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Rickson Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.